Thanks for joining me. You're listening to Sandoval Bench Podcast. Your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, this episode, we're going to do a recap of the Super Bowl that happened yesterday. One of the worst Super Bowls I've seen in a while. Uh, go over some Super Bowl commercials and things like that. Uh, but that's about it. So, uh, I don't know. I Obviously, my picks are just wrong, so you shouldn't listen to me at all. Um, I had the Chiefs winning like much of America. Uh, Tampa Bay was the underdog, three and a half. I believe was uh, the line. Tom Brady looked great. Won his seventh championship here. Uh, he had three touchdowns. Just you know, just looked poised the entire time. Uh, Leonard Fournette had a good game, over 80 yards rushing, uh, and a touchdown as well. And Gronk turning back the clock there. You know, he's the same age as Travis Kelsey, which is crazy. They're both 31. Gronk seems like he's 55. He just seems beat up, right? Just. Like, he's been left out in the sun too long. But yesterday, he turned it back on, turned the clock, had two touchdowns. I had a nice little wager going the entire game since I didn't have um, a team that I was rooting for specifically. Just wanted to see a good game, which didn't happen, as we all saw. Um, I had uh, the Oregon Sports Lottery Scoreboard or whatever. It's like the online betting app. It had uh, the odds were plus 10,000 that Gronk would get at least 75 yards receiving and two touchdowns. I was eight yards away from winning that. I only put down three three fifty on it, three dollars and fifty cents, not three hundred and fifty. And so I was gonna win three hundred and fifty three dollars. Uh, just keep it a little interesting. So he had the most targets, of seven targets, ended up with six receptions, sixty seven yards, and two touchdowns. And I thought the yards part would be the hardest. He led the 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 Tampa Bay Bucks in in receptions yards touchdowns and targets everything and in the third quarter he almost got it i don't forget who it was but someone tackled him they barely grabbed his leg and then they brought him down if he breaks that tackle they don't grab his leg i win my money so i was a little bothered by that but whatever um i thought it was a it was, it was a good wager there that's the only way to bet is when you and you get uh your odds they're they're like plus ten thousand or plus fifteen thousand i always bet on those and then if, if it happens then you win big and without putting much on it. Um, but, you know, uh, the Bucks they just seemed in control the whole time. Their defensive line looked great. They were able to uh, exploit Kansas City's weak offensive line. They've had COVID issues. They've had injuries. They had guys opt out in the beginning of the year. So there was a lot of shuffling, especially uh, in the playoffs, with their offensive line. And, you know, they've always had offensive line issues, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes can make up for it. Uh, but Tampa de- decided to play him differently. You know, they they had their defensive line just destroy uh, Kansas City's O line, and they were able to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes the whole game. It seemed he was running. There was a stat from uh, ESPN. They said that he ran like trying to run away from from uh, from tacklers and and running away from the rush. He ran for 497 yards just trying to run away from people. And it seemed like as soon as he hiked the ball, there was someone already in his face and the play was broken down and he's having to do all kinds of spins and dives and they're just trying to air it out and it seemed like he was forcing it. But there was some some plays, there was one play in the end zone where it hit Tyreek Hill in the face mask. It, it was like bouncing off of Travis Kelsey's hands. It was just, people were just dropping passes. It was hitting him in the face mask or in the hands or, or in the chest sometimes. But then other times he was just overthrowing people. He was just trying to, he was just trying to make a big play happen, but that's because he had all this pressure already. And then he had that turf toe injury, which he's going to get surgery on. And he, in the beginning of the game, pregame, he was barely able to walk around. 
Uh, he was, you know, you could tell he there was a limp there, and then it was just getting worse as the game progressed. Uh, but they had they had no offensive flow the entire game. They only scored nine points, three field goals, and Tampa they're just you know steady Eddie. They they relied on their their running game here and there. They're well, well balanced, you know. And Kansas City they abandoned the run like completely. I think Clyde edwards helaire I think he only had eight carries, eight nine carries. But they really started giving them ball, um, you know, just out after the half. You know, he was running aggressively. He he ran well. You know, he had 64 yards, seven uh, seven yards per carry. But I, I was disappointed that they didn't keep running the ball with him. You know, to just try to try to keep the Bucks defense on their toes somewhat. You know, Patrick Mahomes threw it 49 times. You know, two picks, no touchdowns. Just seemed like a bad game overall. Travis Kelsey ended up having good uh, game stats wise, but they just seemed like not in it, or I don't know. They just they just seemed off from the beginning, and I don't think the the um, it being a home game for Tampa had anything to do with it. Really, I think it was it was really the offensive line, and I think Patrick Mahomes is more injured than than people thought initially. Um, and Tom Brady just he was great. He was marvelous. Um, he ended up with, as a Super Bowl MVP. And if he's not your your greatest football player of all time in your personal list, and I, I don't know, I think you just have some vendetta against Tom Brady, you know, because it was it was uh, Joe Montana, uh, Jerry Rice for a while, but you know they've been surpassed. He's won seven championships, and you know the the whole Belichick Brady thing. People saying he was a system quarterback, and it was more Belichick than Brady, or equal. You know they need each other. But now look, he goes to another team in Tampa, wins the Super Bowl first year, no OTAs or offseason really. COVID is a disaster, so people are in and out of the lineup. There's injuries, and he wins the Super Bowl. He beat beat uh, multiple like you know if you want to call it superstar quarterbacks. He beat Drew Brees, you know he's aging, but they still beat him. Uh, then they beat Aaron Rodgers, and then they beat Patrick Mahomes. You know, so it was he he played well, and it was on the road. He was they were a wild card team. They were seven and five in the middle of the season, and then they won out. Picked up against them every team, every game, but they kept winning. So don't bet against Brady because you'll you'll lose. Uh, he's just gonna keep winning. He's gonna be back next year, and there's no reason to believe that he won't win next year again. And then at that point, if he wins t- t- two in a row, is it his eighth championship? He has to come back again, right? At 45, like he has to just keep winning, just keep going until until they lose. I think that's where his career is at right now. If it, if they win the Super Bowl again next year, he's gonna keep going. If he loses, I think he's done. Uh, but man, what a career! You're witnessing history now. It's LeBron's turn. You know they both had uh, ten championship appearances, and no other players have have gone to ten championships in what was it, the last thirty years or something like that. Um, but you know, great overall, and a little disappointed. You know, he wanted uh, his first choice in the off season was to join the San Francisco 49ers because he grew up San Mateo, and he's he's a Giants fan already, and he was a 49ers fan. Steve Young and Joe Montana, his favorite players. I hate hearing that because, you know, we could have had Tom Brady too. And we could have had Aaron Rodgers who wanted to play for the 49ers, but he went into Green Bay. And we drafted Alex Smith, which I'm fine with. I like Alex. You know, he's a good dude, but, man, it would be nice to have Aaron Rodgers or or Tom Brady right now too. But we got the better-looking quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, And, yeah, you know, and back on Kansas City. If I'm Kansas City, you know, I, I have to make a strong effort you know, I got to make some some big moves to try to get some some better offensive line help. Uh, Panay Sewell, he's a pro, uh, projected number two pick out of Oregon, offensive lineman. He is great, straight out of the Pac-12 as well. Um, he 
He's probably going to the New York Jets, but if I'm Kansas City, I'd try to offer a multiple first-round picks or something uh, to be able to draft him because he's going to be he's going to be great a great um, player in this league. I think he's got an easily 10, 12 year career there, uh, pro, multiple Pro Bowls. I see he's he's great, and they need some help fast. Uh, they got to make a move um, just on their offensive line and and their defense too. You know they need some help. Uh, Chris Jones. I mean, I, I I forgot that he was even on the field yesterday because, uh, you know, they just double-teaming him. And the same with Frank Clark. And, you know, they'll they'll get they'll get some sacks here or there. But, you know, there was just no – there was no presence there on defense. And then when, when Tampa was running the ball and they are just trying to run the clock out and Kansas City needed to get the ball back, they weren't able to stop Leonard Fournette at all. You knew they were going to run the ball and you couldn't stop them at all. So it was pretty disappointing. There was many, many times that uh, Kansas City could have got back in the game with a with a quick touchdown, but they just there was no flow at all. And I don't know. Andy Reid had a lot on his mind. You know, his son the the night before he was he was driving drunk and he he hit he crashed into a car, two cars that were pulled over on the side because it was like some uh, some car troubles. And now there's a a five year old girl that's in in critical condition and. Um, there's a lot of injuries there, and he admitted to the police officers that he was drinking and he was on like some uh, prescription medication. So, you know, maybe Andy Reid was thinking about that, and his whole game plan was all messed up. And he was just like, "Man, my my son can you know get arrested for manslaughter and stuff." He's being investigated. I thought that was a big topic uh, that wasn't really getting covered. Maybe because it was the investigation, there was not a lot of details out yet. But there was already a GoFundMe out for the little girl, um, and it was just a. Uh, I think she's five, she's five years old, but it, it's just a, a messed up situation. Just don't drink and don't drive, you know. It's, but you know, people still do it. He he got a little liquored up and and was uh, celebrating the trip to the Super Bowl, and then you know there was a big dud there. It's one of just one of the worst Super Bowls we've seen. The last few Super Bowls have been bad. Uh, the one Eagles and Patriots was good. Uh, last year was even good too. The uh, 49ers and and Chiefs. Unless you're a 49ers fan, then it was crap. But um, but yeah, you know Kansas City. I think from here they gotta improve the defense and the offensive line um, because you know you have Patrick Mahomes for a long time still. So you gotta improve on that. Um, I think we spoke too soon. This was like a passing of the torch moment. You know, if if uh, Patrick Mahomes beats Tom Brady, then it's like okay, then Patrick Mahomes could be the best quarterback if he he wins more Super Bowls than Tom Brady. But Tom Brady is still hanging on to that title as, as the best quarterback because he won, he won again. You know, you can give your MVPs to other guys. You can give your Pro Bowl votes to other guys. Tom Brady's just here to win championships, and that's what he's going to keep doing. And, you know, I don't want to I don't want to anoint Patrick Mahomes, uh, the future GOAT or whatever. I know we did that. He had, like, the greatest first three years of, of any quarterback in history, threw 50 touchdowns, went to the Super Bowl, um, and then won the other one, and MVP, all that stuff. His two playoff losses, though, one was uh, the year before the Super Bowl. They lost to the the Patriots in the AFC Championship game with that um, was that D Ford when he went offsides, and then they lost this one to Tom Brady. So he's zero two to Tom Brady in the playoffs. So I don't think even if Tom Brady if he retires after this or the next year or whatever, and Patrick Mahomes wins seven championships and Brady ends up with seven, I don't think Patrick Mahomes could be um, you know. He can't be the greatest quarterback of all time because he lost, he lost to Brady head to head, right? Is that that's how it's supposed to go? I mean, you could say he's the most talented, most physically gifted, uh, but at this point, I think they gotta. He's gotta. He's gotta match up with him 
you know, um, Super Bowl wins. So he has to win seven, eight, maybe. And then he has to beat him more head to head. Or if they're if they're like two and two, if he plays him two more times or something, and they're two and two, then fine. Then you could you could choose whatever one you want. But right now, I'd rather take Tom Brady's career because you have a guaranteed seven rings. And Patrick Mahomes, you have a lot of unknown. You know, you have like, oh, what's going to happen here in this? You know, are they going to get their offensive line going? But you still have all that time. He's under contract for all that time. You got Andy Reid there. You got all these offensive weapons. So. There's a lot to be hopeful for, and I think he's going to go to multiple Super Bowls, and he's going to win multiple Super Bowls. I don't know about seven or eight. That's a lot, but you know, if he wins three, four, five, like that's great. He's still he's still going to be in that conversation for the greatest quarterback of all time, you know. And I think you know Kansas City. They, this is a wake up call for them. I think they felt like they were going to roll over everyone, and oh hey, we haven't played our best and stuff. But you know, it's a wake up call for things that they need to improve. That Patrick Mahomes was was overshadowing this team's weaknesses because they did have weaknesses. But when you have fucking Patrick Mahomes back there just slinging it and making these impossible plays look super easy, then you could cover all these flaws that your team has collectively, uh, which is that offensive line, that defense, as as everyone has mentioned over and over again. Those are their flaws. But um, they'll be back for sure. I don't know about next year. But they'll they'll for sure be back, I think. You know, um, they're still definitely the best team in the AFC. You know the Bills are there, but they they beat the Bills head to head. So, so we'll see. And it was uh, it was Todd Bowles' uh, defensive game plan with the Buccaneers that that worked great for them. Um, and then also uh, Byron Leftwich, offensive coordinator for the Bucks. And you know, good for Bruce Arians, oldest coach to win Super Bowl. Uh, and they're gonna keep riding this out until um, until it can't go anymore. Until Brady can't throw a pass, but. Yeah, uh, but just horrible game, but, you know, good. Uh, we're, we're watching history here, ex- experiencing greatness, and uh, it's always good to watch, you know, because, I mean, how many times? We, we've seen him so many times in the Super Bowl and then ho- hosting, you know, hoisting that uh, Lombardi trophy. So don't be surprised if it happens again next year. You know, they got the same guys back pretty much. They're just they're veteran guys, hungry dudes who wanted to play. They just they had their sense of urgency was higher than than the Chiefs. The Chiefs they had just they were just there. Um I don't know, just they just seemed off from the start. Uh but man, I was I was all ready yesterday. I had a whole setup. I was like I made pizza, I got made wings. I was like ready to go. I'm like I'm going to watch one of the greatest Super Bowl matchups of all time. Great QB matchup. I'm going to be talking about this forever. Like no, I, I don't want to even talk about it anymore. I don't want to think about it. It was just, it was bad. It was, it was so boring. You know, some people I know turned it off at halftime. Um, and there was just, there's too much fluff in the pregame show. Everyone's trying to make me just, you know, all this stuff, all these different commercials like, oh, we all, we all got to be a better person and be better, fight through this. Can I just forget about the world for four hours while I watch this game? Because, you know, like, we just need a break from COVID. We need all the, the racial issues everything we just need a little break let me just watch my game and not have to focus on on you know making the world a better place i could do that on monday or tuesday let's do that tomorrow let's start on that tomorrow you know not not super bowl sunday where i'm just i'm just trying to hang out and watch a game man i don't need to feel guilty about doing that it's just like it it felt like too much sometimes but um, some of the commercials were good some of them kind of duds you know i liked uh i liked the george costanza one with the tide when uh, jason alexander's on the sweater and he (laughs) And then the kids worried him, and then he gets like different facial expressions uh, throughout the day. And then he shows up in his car, and he's like yelling at him. That that's his face and stuff. That was a good one. Uh, the Amazon Alexa one, the sexy Alexa. 
Michael B. Jordan, he just got voted uh, Sexiest Man Alive. That one was the funniest because uh, this guy's wife is like, oh, Alexa, lights off or whatever. And then uh, he turn, he takes his shirt off and then uh, her husband gets all mad. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but that one was pretty good. Um, and then there was the Edward Scissorhands one uh, played by Timothy Chalamet. And Winona Ryder was in that one too. Uh, that one was pretty funny. But there was some good ones and some, some that weren't so good. Um, I think overall it was just a very... Uh, uh, a COVID, a COVID type Super Bowl, just a, a dud, decent commercials. The halftime show was like okay, you know, it was no J Lo or Shakira. Everything that just seemed kind of eh, you know. Um, but my food was good, so that's fine. But um, yeah, that that's the Super Bowl. So just a quick little recap. Uh, maybe be back next week. Talk about some uh, what was on my watch list, things I've been watching, and. Um, and get back into the NBA. And I guess we have the NFL draft here in a couple months. Is that April? Uh, so a lot of good prospects. A lot of There's going to be a lot of moving parts here. The offseason, uh, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz might be getting traded here soon. Um, it looks like or sounds like the Colts, um, that might be a possibility here. Deshaun Watson, he may stay. They're not really answering any calls. Uh, so... We'll keep an eye on that. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks changing teams. Uh, there's an extended list. I think the over-under was like 16 or so. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that and, and keep you updated. Uh, thanks for joining me for this quick episode. I'll probably be back next week. Thanks. Take care.